right infidels you found us here channelattitude.com hameen media group where you get the most real talk the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from aew and wwe impact and more because we're gonna break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at hmg so you don't need to go anywhere else because there's no five stars here there's only five dollar face slaps infidel hello so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! This just in, uh, breaking news, there's been an addendum added to the Geneva Convention. Um, it is no longer considered legal to show episodes of Uncaged, or Rampage, from AEW uh, to Prisoners of War. What? Cruel and unusual punishment. It's Friday! You know what that means! A new era of professional wrestling starts right now with AEW Rampage! everyone and welcome to the HMG Rampage Uncaged Show right here on channelattitude.com via HMG. I am your host Jimmy T and I'm back finally after a two week hiatus. I did explain on the smack attack my circumstances so go check that out. But basically I had a death in the family and that's why I wasn't around for the last two weeks. And uh, yeah that's, that's pretty much the gist of it but... The important thing is, I am back, and so are my, my boys, 
formerly of the PWC, but also right here at HMG on channelattitude.com. Chris, welcome back to Rampage Uncaged, and what is crackalackin'? Hey, bro. Uh, welcome back. And uh, yeah, that's a, that's a really nice story you're telling everybody about what happened. But, but we know the <laughs> truth. We know what actually happened with Jimmy T. And that's that, um, you know, unfortunately, a pack of dingoes confused Jimmy <laughs> for a baby. And they, uh, they kidnapped him. And uh, they've been gnawing on his legs for the last two weeks. He's, you can't see his legs right now because they're mostly <laughs> chewed off by this wild pack of dingoes. Um, uh... But Jimmy, welcome back. Uh, yes, you, I'm man. Chris Ams. That's A-M-D-S, like lambs with Noel or bullshit first thing in the morning. Don't worry if you ever forget how to spell my name. I'll just remind you. Ah, absolutely. And next we have the evil one of them all. He is the evil dose of HMG and the PWC. He is the foreign object. Jeff Lippman. Welcome back to Rampage Uncaged. And what's this member of random Japanese faction, Jeff? Are you trying to say that uh, the Japanese the Japanese have way too many factions in New Japan Pro Wrestling? Of course not, because I happen to be a member of one. Which one doesn't matter? <laughs> and what, well, I was going to say, what is it? The evil Arigato Dos. Listen, you just, you just wait until it's ready. So, a couple things to the audience. What I was doing before was I was seeing no evil, I was hearing no evil, I was speaking no evil. So, I missed the disclaimer. Uh, the other <laughs> thing is, I'm sorry. I am sorry about the last uncage. We missed a week and then I did a double solo show. First of all, I don't know how to set this thing up to go live, so I wasn't able to do this. I don't like doing solo shows. I don't think I'm good at them. And I'm not sure if you agree or not. But I'm sorry, but but at least we didn't actually miss covering any show week. Just we were uh, a little bit late on covering it. And uh, again, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, look, I, I actually appreciate that, boys. And I'm sure uh, our listeners would also appreciate that. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, the shows are still going. And that's what matters, man, regardless if I was around or not. So it doesn't matter, Jeff, if you didn't know what was going on. You still managed to do it. So that's all that matters, man. And that's what counts, right? So, that's that. But, let's get into Rampage, shall we? I mean, I know you boys kind of weren't the biggest fans of it, but um, I thought it wasn't too bad of a show. I mean, sure, it's not the best show. But con considering, and now look, I've, I hadn't watched Rampage for the last two weeks, so maybe that's the reason why I kind of enjoyed it. I mean, there was storylines, right, Chris? There was some sort of shit going on that was happening on television previously so you can't be mad at that surely jimmy they made me watch aubrey edwards wrestle i yeah I that's cannot crazy forgive i cannot forgive that it's like it's like people who are like who are like you know hitler you know there were some things that hitler <laughs> did that were like really nice and he made sure the buses ran on time and like you know he was a he was a good artist and he was still fucking hitler as far as this episode goes you made me watch Aubrey Edwards. That's being Hitler. I don't care. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, um, listen, two weeks ago, the episode of Rampage was not even an AEW television show. That was my opinion. That's what yeah, I put on honor. the episode. I covered it in 15 minutes of that solo show. There were four matches, four title matches. None were an AEW title. And, and even the matchups didn't make sense. The week after, 
wasn't a bad show. The week after, like last week, I, I thought Rampage for Rampage was a pretty good Rampage. It was fine. It went back, harkened back to the old days, not the original days where it was must-see TV to follow what was going on with AEW, but it went back to days where you had four matches, a few segments, things related to storylines, and and it was the, a quick hour of wrestling to digest. Last night was a little bit more than a little painful. Uh, well, look, uh, uh, I think the Takeshita stuff was not bad, right? Even though, anyway, we'll get into that when we get there. But I think it was bad. We'll get into it when we get we there. Will. But, uh, but like I said, man, uh, the fact that uh, <laughs> Papa Briscoe was on that popped me. I mean, he's he's got <laughs> just as good clotheslines as uh, like uh, I think it was Excalibur that said it as uh, Stan Hansen did. I mean, shit, they're killer freaking clotheslines, let's be honest. But what disturbed me about him, he was a bit obsessed with Aubrey Edwards. Chris, I mean, did you find that a bit sort of disturbing, man? I mean, he was always trying to hug her, then hug her again, then hug her even more. Like, what the hell, dude? (laughs) I mean, just pretending that Aubrey Edwards is at all good at anything ever is just not okay in my books. It's, uh, (laughs) like I said, she's, as far as I'm concerned, it's like, Hitler, Stalin, Mao, Aubrey Edwards. It's like Oof. it's like that. Wow, wow. Do you agree, Jeff? Hitler, Mao. No, I mean... I'm not. I'm not going to go with that list <laughs> at all. And I'm not, I'm, and I'm not going to try to do a competing list either. Um, I I am going to say that. I mean, if he listen, I'm a man, and Papa Briscoe is a man. If you're going to choose a woman <laughs> that was there in that ring to fawn over, that's age appropriate for you. I'm going to pick Karen Jarrett. <laughs> Karen yeah. Jarrett. I still call her Karen Angle for Christ's sake, man. I, I can't help it. Well, don't. Yeah, I know. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. You're How old dead is she, by the way? Jimmy. Oh, well, she does have two kids to uh, Mr. Angle, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, does... she's got to be around 50. Easily, maybe older, maybe maybe fifty two, fifty three, around that range. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going on the low. I'm I'm going to assume that the Kurt and Jeff married a younger woman, but not too much younger, like most people do. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. And and that since Jeff Jarrett is, I believe, fifty four, that that she is that she's at least fifty. She's probably she's probably fifty one or fifty two. Also, you have you seen? Him. Also, Jimmy, have you seen Mark Briscoe? My guess is that Mama Briscoe is not an oh. awful lot prettier than Aubrey Edwards. <laughs> well, to be fair, Shop he does kind of look... Well, that's true, but he does kind of look like his old man, actually. Uh, actually, I would say his old man is better looking than Mark. Ooh, now, I have seen that's, Mark's that's wife, and she's also not much to look at. Really? I'm going to think that Mama Briscoe might have been drinking more when Mark <laughs> was in utero than when Jay was in utero. Actually, has anyone seen Mama Briscoe? She's maybe one of the chickens. <laughs> wow. She could be. I now mean, I'm starting I, to think of Animal Farm for crying out loud, if anyone widower. remembers that. I don't know. He's alone. Maybe he's lonely. I, I don't know. You know, maybe Aubrey was the closest single woman nearby. I don't know, you know. He was like, come here, girl. This cataracts. <laughs> All women are equal, but some women are more equal than others. And she had to freaking wear a, a sleeveless shirt, dude. Love is subjective. The heart wants what the <laughs> well, heart wants. That's true. It's actually true. Actually, um, you know what? If they continue with Papa Briscoe having a love story pursuing Aubrey Edwards on TV, I will forgive this match. 
Oh, your characters. Well, um, the the comic king, Todd Brantley, is in the house and he says, Chris, don't you mean Don Stevens? <sighs> Not in this context. <laughs> as, as a matter of fact, I wish Don Stevens would have copyright stricken this. <laughs> and thank you, Professor, man. That means the world to me, brother. Thank you very much. And homeboy, what's up, man? I, I see you, I hear you. Don't worry. We'll, we'll talk shortly. But um, anyway... Yeah, let's get into the first match. For his show, because apparently you bailed on him. Well, it was during that time, if you know what I mean. But um, anyway, I don't even want to get into that. Covered this already. The dingoes, right? If you want, if you want to hear me get more in detail, check out uh, Smack Attack because I can't be bothered talking about it even more right here, right now. If you know what I mean. But watch the Five Bloods on Netflix and see the part where the guy gets blown up by a landmine, and that's what Jimmy looks like from the neck down. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean. A dingo stole the baby that I never had. A pack of dingoes. But, but, Remember the opening dingoes, scene of Tropic but... Thunder? You know, with the hands. hands <laughs> That's like funny, that, actually. but his legs. And Jimmy, we've talked to you about not sucking your thumb in the wild. Oh, really? You can mm-hmm. call me Jungle Boy, baby. <laughs> Maybe not. Actually, forget I even said that. Um. Anyway, let's nope. go into the first. <laughs> let's Big go line. into the first. I oh, know. Let's go into the first match of Rampage. It is the United Empire defeating Chaos. In a, I mean, what can I say? I mean, we had some Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi chance. I'm sure we you heard it this time. We did. You didn't hear did you it? Hear you hear any I, I may have heard oh, a couple on. of people yelling there was. In, the, in the crowd. Like I know it's cool to... Them. I, I know it's cool to chant it because that's what, it, what it's coming across as. I'm sure that person that was doing it was not Australian anyway, right? They're just doing it for the hell of it. Probably Australians not to... generally don't like that chant unless they're actually watching Australian, like an Australian team compete in a worldwide event. Like Australians really don't fucking like it if you just do. I that don't. Chant them. Right. I personally don't. Right. I hate it. Straight Listen, up. Maybe, no offense. Maybe it was an to... uh, Australian military attaché. Maybe it was from the Australian embassy in D.C. It was Washington, D.C. There could have very well been Australians there. Some expats. Some, some is, the Australian oh, attaché yeah, like an, is, is the Australian attaché a new faction in AEW? Because they just keep pumping out new names. I have what? no idea. What the the Japanese faction. Wait till the what, end of yeah. the show to find out. What the fuck did you say, Jimmy? What like you said so and so beat so and so. I missed that. What were the names? The United Empire defeats Chaos. Right. And when I say Chaos, yes, best friends are part of Chaos. Why do you have to say United Empire? I mean, if because it's that's not what United, it's not an empire. Well, don't ask me. Don't shoot the messenger, Jeff. I mean, ask New Japan. You know, ask Gato. Who I, I assume speak, came up with that. I don't speak Japan, and, and I don't know any Gatos. <laughs> Is that like Gumby? <laughs> Gatos. I used to love Happy Gumby, Pride man. to all our Gatos out there. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Chris. Are you Happy Gecko? I know him. All, all the Gatos and Lebanese oh, and all the other Gekos. people out there Lebanese. celebrating Pride Month. <laughs> the Lebanese? <laughs> Yeah, and the Saudis apparently too. Just quietly. The party on the island of Lesbos must be off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah. That will, apparently, that's where the. I've said this before, but apparently, that's Dexter where the first happen. lesbian. <laughs> Just a psh for that one. Anyway, 
like I said, the United Empire did defeat Chaos in a fun little matchup. I mean, the match breaks down with all six men getting spots in quick succession as Fletcher ultimately tombstones Romero, uh, Romero setting him up for Osprey's hidden blade, and we get the pinfall victory. Chris, you probably weren't the biggest fan of the match, and I assume that's that's right, right? Uh, what did you bad. not like about this match? Uh, just the same stuff that I've been complaining about forever with AEW. The fundamentals weren't there. There was no. They didn't do. They didn't do proper heat spots. They didn't do proper tagging in and out. It was just everybody everywhere yeah, wow. doing everything all at once. Flippy shit. Flippy shit. Look at my flippy shit. Look at my flippy shit. I've got better flippy shit than you do. I. What can I say about this match? It was. It was an AEW was tag match. Like, well, that's it. That you just said it. That's the problem. We can keep criticizing this every day of the week if we wanted to, right? But I think we need to come to a conclusion, which we have. Don't get me wrong, because you just said it. It's just an, it's an AEW tag match. Uh, it will never change, I don't think. And is there any point of even complaining about it anymore, Chris, do you think? I, I am honestly, like, so hopeful. I, I, I have all of my fingers, my toes. I'm going to cross <laughs> my balls here in a second. Just... just... <laughs> Hoping and praying that fucking collision is booked by somebody else. And yes, oh. that is the problem. It's the booking. It's not the talent. The talent do what they're fucking told to do, okay? And if you've got talent who are breaking all of these fucking simple rules, you as the person in charge need to tell the talent, hey, you got to cut that out. I, I, I listened to a K100 episode. Well, not a whole episode. I listened to a clip because I'm not paying for shit. But, but I listened to a <laughs> clip on YouTube of K100. And it was Conan. And he was asked about um, Roosh a couple weeks back, how he just beat the living fuck out of Jungle Boy for 15 minutes and then took the Absolutely. pin. Right? right. And he said, listen, that's not Roosh's fault. Somebody's got to talk to him. Somebody's got to tell him how the match is supposed to go. You know what I mean? And one of the things that I really loved was that he said, and this is, again, this is K-Dog. This is Conan. This is one of the most famous Latino wrestlers maybe ever, right? And he basically said, you know, listen, when I first got to WCW, it took me a year to properly understand how to wrestle in America because he didn't, he didn't understand. He wanted to be on the outside all the time. He was doing shit that didn't make any sense. He wasn't holding on to tag ropes. He was doing all of these bad things, all of these bad habits that he had picked up in Mexico. It's he said it took him a year to properly learn how to use how to work the American style and he wouldn't have gotten it if not for the people backstage saying, "No, you can't do that. You can't do this. You can't you got to fix this." So, part of it is the talent need to be humble enough to listen. But the guy in charge of the show needs to tell them, that's not right. Do it the right way. Well, is that the agent's fault even that they don't what, have a clue what's going on? Well, yeah, yeah that's the problem, don't right? Tell, what don't agent? tell me anybody other than fucking TK is saying anything to these guys <laughs> because we've seen this like jeff and i uh, we did the skirmish a couple of weeks in a row there and like i think this last week or the week before they had they had the it was this week they had multiple finishes where two so there's two matches where it was tag team matches and both finishes saw the spot where all four guys are in the ring and two of the guys are, are, are either hitting or kicking or, or laying in their submission at the exact same time to get the win. It happened two different matches. Like, where the fuck is the booker to say, 
uh, no, the, the, in the main event, they're doing that. You can't have that finish. You have to have a different finish. So like it, it, and it is shocking because if you understand just the, the fucking rudimentary, like fundamentals of professional wrestling, you know, that there's gotta be somebody there to say, Hey, no, you can't fucking do that, bro. Well said, Chris. Jeff, do you I'm agree? I'm going to try not to repeat anything that Chris said, because I just don't want us to be repetitive. Um, right. I do blame the booking more than the talent. I think that the, the, the level of the booking is Tony Khan tells him, you have 13 minutes. Um, so I'm going to yeah. say something nice. This match only had about 12 minutes. Thank God, because I was afraid it was going to go 20 minutes. Um, what they should have done, since they're trying to build Osprey versus Omega, is they should have had Osprey in a solo match against somebody who's respectable, but you don't, but you don't have anything invested in them, like a Sean Spears or or wherever the hell he is, Ortiz, you know, or somebody that's above Brian Pillman, Brock Anderson, Sean Dean level. And Will Ospreay should have destroyed them in five minutes. That's what right. the, that's what he should have done. Now, I do blame the talent in that Chuck Taylor is Chuck Taylor. I'm going to blame Chuck Taylor for being Chuck Taylor. <laughs> I will not forgive him. Should, should we call him Chub Taylor from now on, Jeff? That is uh, motion accepted. Um, yep. <laughs> Rocky Romero might be the only person who has retired as many times as Leo Rush. I'm not interested in seeing him. That I know he's the goodwill ambassador to New Japan and anybody who will pay him and maybe by accident also pay New Japan to do something, but always pay him. At some point, it's going to turn out he's like the fabulous mula without the sex. You know, he's like he's like New Japan pimp. I'm not interested in seeing Rocky Romero ever. Trent, whatever. Um, Jeff Cobb, I like Jeff Cobb. And if Jeff Cobb is going to be in a tag match, they need to show his power. He's got to be the power guy. This tag team should have been Will Ospreay being the glory and Jeff Cobb being the power. Instead, they had to have Kyle Fletcher in there because Tony Khan needs to play with all of his toys. And he signed Aussie Open, even though they were already leaving New Japan and one of them is injured for God knows how long. So he's got to pay, put Kyle Fletcher on TV. Why? He's the only person who doesn't who doesn't get paid to do nothing? Is he on a per appearance deal? This makes no sense. But... Like I never saw Cobb's power game. It was it, it it was a tag team. So Cobb wrestles the same as Kyle Fletcher and Will Osprey and and Trent Beretta and fucking Chuck T does the same thing too. I mean, it's like six of the same people. Yep. Will and Will Osprey at least got the pin, but Will Osprey should have looked heads and tails better than them, which is why I think it should have just been a regular tag match with just best friends just being clobbered by these guys if it wasn't so. And Jeff Cobb just throwing them all over the fuck over the place. Maybe Trent gets some quick offense because he's better than Chuck T. And then Will Ospreay comes in and just demolishes him. Or when when is sorry, when is Forbidden Door now? Like because that's the next you, time. I was gonna, gonna ask the same thing, funny enough. I was gonna it's the say 25th. The same thing. isn't it the twenty fifth? Is Two it weeks? Next Sunday? Next Sunday? Yeah, well, it, Wait, it, what's can't the possibly, now? it can't possibly be competing against the second episode of Collision, could it? Sure, it could. But I think oh, it's shit. shit, you're right. It is going to See, what's going to see? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, Forbidden Doors on a Saturday? Well, I guess it's on a Sunday. 
I, I don't know right, what it has to be in your part of the world, on your planet. No, for me, for me, it'll be a... Well, if it's on a Sunday, it'll be on a Monday for me. Monday morning. But is it... Monday morning. What? Yeah, Monday morning. Damn it. I hate that, because usually it would start at 12. That's what you know what I mean? Monday morning. <laughs> Monday morning at 10 a.m., I think it starts for um, me. I'm your secondhand news. I'm your secondhand news. <laughs> Which is not too bad, though. Like 10, I'd rather have that than what the UK have there. Yeah, you know, but we're being asked an hour of Rampage Friday night, two hours of Collision Saturday night, and 23 hours of Forbidden Door 2 Sunday. <laughs> they probably will drain it for sure. But um, but what you said, Jeff, is correct, though. For starters, Will Ospreay... What, what what does Chaos have to do with the United Empire and Will Ospreay's feud with Kenny Omega? Nothing. Nothing. Right, so... Why? Like, why so he was he even involved? With dolls, and he's like, yeah, no, those dolls, oh... And, like, you know when sometimes you, you would pick up action figures and, like, one of them, like, their legs got interstuck <laughs> with it? And so Rocky Romero's right. got stuck to best friend, so he's like, oh, I need a six-man. <laughs> Yeah. So I have a point. I have a point that I need Definitely. to make here. So we're two weeks out from Forbidden Door, right? Mm -hmm. And Will Ospreay oh, is having yeah. one of the major matches on that card, right? Like him and mm -hmm. Kenny Omega is considered to be a main event or a co-main event spot, It'll right? It'll probably be the second last match on the card. And a match I'm legitimately interested in watching. Okay. For sure. You've um, going by the first one, if it's anything to go by. I have seen very little of Will Ospreay. I have seen clips. I've seen like maybe like one highlight match that I've seen in the past. And, and this. <laughs> like so if if you're two weeks out from a major pay-per-view and you've got this guy who's supposed to be an international star and you're trying to help build him, especially if he's going against Kenny Omega, here's the right way to book it. You have him go in a singles match this week against Matt Jackson. Nick Jackson, right. Exactly. You have him beat the shit out of Nick Jackson, okay? Four-minute match, he squashes him, and he goes, and he goes, look, Kenny, that's your boy. That's your boy, Kenny. That's going to be you in two weeks. This week, you have him beat the shit out of whichever other fucking Jackson. I don't know which one I said. So Matt or Nick or whoever the fuck I didn't say, you get your ass kicked this week. And then you have Osprey go, go, Kenny, you've got two nights, and that's you. Right, and since AEW loved blood so much, right, he could have beaten him up in a bloody pulp and just hold him by the head like Kenny. Yeah, but of course he's going to be you. That because they're they're involved with the BCC, which is confusing right. enough. Uh, so I guess we should be thankful that it wasn't Brandon Cutler and Nakazawa that they put out there instead. I like, would I would prefer Brandon makes, Cutler and Nakazawa because it would make sense, right? Singles matches against Osprey, as it is. Osprey and two of his buddies. So one guy who I barely have ever seen wrestle and two of his buddies who I have barely ever seen wrestle beat some other fucking guys who I barely ever see wrestle. <laughs> and I'm supposed to take something out of this heading into the pay-per-view. Why? Why right. do I give and you a know shit what? that those three work better than these three? Like, who fucking cares? Right, but you know what, man? Like, if, we, if we're two weeks away from uh, Forbidden Door, or is it a week away, Jeff? One, One week, week, shit. Eight days. Wow. Wow. Crazy. Well, basically, what I was going to say is you could have had Osprey last week on Rampage, say, facing Cutler, beat him up, and then this week, you could have faced Nakazawa and beat him up, you know what I mean, again. Heck, you could have even had two against one. Osprey is that confident? You'd be like, I'll beat two of your buddies out there. 
You know what I mean? That's the same. And then not, and then not have it be competitive. Those matches should not be fucking competitive. If Will Ospreay is actually, if Will Ospreay is actually a main event star, and I have not fucking seen it yet because I barely see this fucking guy. I don't know anything about (laughs) it. You want to prove to me that you're a main event star and that I should buy your fucking pay per view? Show me. Right, and you want to protect the Bucks. Show them coming into the into the building by themselves. The BCC beats the crap out of them from behind. They re-injure Matt's arm. That's why he can't be there to help. And Nick heroically says, I'm cleared. I'm fine. I'm taking this match. But then he gets killed because he's really not fine. So you still protect them. It's not that obvious. Chris is right. Actually, having the elite in this, it advances. Sort of, but Tony doesn't care about that because that's not the story. For him, the story is I'm making great exhibition matches. <laughs> exhibition matches. That's that's the whole issue. But no, look, I think all of you, both of you are right. So, I mean, but it, it's easily done. And that's what's frustrating about this company. It's simple. Look, you guys came up with a solution in two seconds. And they just don't I, think. I came up with one. He came up with a better one. And that's to, what I'm and saying. Together, we came up with something that's that's even better. Yeah. Neither one of us is paid, and only one of us really likes AW. That's him. I I sort of do want Who? to. Tell, Me? You know? No, Chris. I was. Fucking oh, oh, I was going to say. Gonna, oh. I, I have mine set up the right way. So oh, I know right. No, I'm see, to to me, you're pointing to me. Uh, that's what's funny. <laughs> I. I uh, this is for you. There you go. <laughs> well, see, you're pointing the crease that time. <laughs> and that's what the people are going to see, too. Oh, fuck this shit. <laughs> Never mind, then. I'm done pointing. What's the point? Uh, I, I, like, I, I like Homeboy's last last uh, comment. because What did he that's, say? That's fucking great. Well, well, let's see what he says. Homeboy ADS says, You guys are running on all cylinders now. This would be an excellent show on Sirius XM. Believe me or not, I know somebody that works there. I'll put a word out to them. Say don't that, say that. Don't say that, homeboy. Yeah. Come on now. Do not say that. That would be cool. And I, I appreciate that. But why wouldn't you put yourself on there? Jeff's homeboy? about You've got to a soak. pretty great show. Jeff's about to soak. Everybody come <laughs> Oh, down. no. Yeah, Let's not start that again. Done. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, know, if you want to know what soaking really is all about, like I said, go and check out the smack attack right here on channelattitude.com. You won't be disappointed. Believe me. Um, but anyway, Probably, I think that might have been our best two hours and forty minutes show. That I think that one might have been us. Two I hours think, forty minutes? I, I sure wasn't two, two hours and fifty hours, minutes. Minute shows we've, <laughs> attack we've done. I think that one actually was justified. It's so fucking long, though. It is. Yeah, long. I know that, that is long. Right? That, that Not that we're complaining. <laughs> Just. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, anyway, like I said, not that we're complaining, but uh, you know, it is a bit long. Um, well, anyway, let's get into the next match, guys. And uh, the next match, I'm confused, dudes. First of all, it was Taya Valkyrie defeating Trish Adora in a pretty hard-hitting affair between these two women. Um, is Taya a freaking heel now, Chris? <laughs> I just, I, I'm watching the show, and I'm going, why? Why? <laughs> I don't. I, I'm, I'm being serious. I don't understand uh, what happened. What have I missed? Have I if you're something? turning heel, then turn heel. But don't just come right. out here and just all of a sudden you're working heel. She's she's doing her little shake thing at the crowd and yelling at them and stuff already. It's like, why? Why are you yelling at the crowd? Why why don't you like the crowd? Why suddenly you don't even like the fucking crowd? You were a face. You got screwed out of your title match or whatever. A la Bret Hart WrestleMania 9. 
I get it. I totally get it. But there's a lot of people in that fucking audience who, if you came out and said, listen, I got screwed. I should have gotten that second chance at that title. I'm right, the one who softened right. her up and I should be getting the next shot at this T at this TBS championship or whatever. That audience would cheer like fucking crazy. They'd throw babies in the air remembering <laughs> WrestleMania nine. They, they'd be they'd be they'd be soaking yeah. themselves just thinking about it they'd be, <laughs> they'd be super fucking happy about taya valkyrie so all of a sudden taya valkyrie goes oh look i got fucked out of this match and also fuck you crowd i don't like you anymore <laughs> it's like what where did that come from where did yeah. where did all of this vitriol suddenly come from like tell the fucking story well i was gonna ask you since i hadn't watched any wrestling for the last couple of weeks was I missing something? Did they explain anything why she was ill, or was this the first like event that she was ill? No, she's just she she's mad because she got screwed at the pay per view. This is here's the thing. I mean, first of all, permission to be cheekier than usual. Since I watch MLW, I happen to know that Taya Valkyrie right now is a heel and apparently is the MLW featherweight women's champion. Uh, featherweight action with her husband, uh, featherweight John, John Hennigan. And uh, or Johnny Lucha and Sam Adonis in a faction looking for Cesar Durant, who's been married, missing now for about 14 months. Um, so she's she was never right. No, this is this is what happened. First of all, she didn't even get screwed out of her title match, she lost her title match. And then stupid Mark, right. smart Mark Sterling said, There's an open challenge, and someone else answered it and won. Now, so since then, has she turned heel or done anything heel? No, what we do is when when. The, when Chris Statlander has been on the screen, they've they've cut back to Taya Valkyrie watching the Jumbotron, looking annoyed. I mean, like this, looking like she's mad, and they're saying she's annoyed. But why is she mad? We don't know. Her her issue should be, I should get a rematch. But since that's not a champion, I should be first in line for the TBS style. Get mad if if the powers that be, which there aren't any, say no. But here's another thing. First of all. Another cheeky thing. Well, you know she's heel because she came out in all black with thin, dark sunglasses. So obviously she's a heel. I mean, come on. That what's more turning heel than than that than wearing all black? And, and they're also and, they're also about to spend a month in Canada. So good luck getting the fucking crowd to boo her anyway. <laughs> Just stupid. right. Well, maybe she's not right, advised exactly. that. The the other thing is, well, if I mean it's the same problem that I'm going to have with every single match, including the first one. If she is your, if she's going to be your foil, your heel that's going to be facing Chris Statlander, why is she having trouble with Trisha Dora? I know Trisha Dora is a Washington D.C. based wrestler. Oh, that was Terrific, annoying, dude. Great, but this is another oh. one where it should have been a four and a half minute squash match to show, especially if she's a heel, she should have destroyed her. Maybe she attacks her before the bell rings. She destroys her. You know, the woman never had a chance. So what? There were only 800 people left in the building to to tepidly care about this match at this point, and have her and, and then have, have her built so that she can say, "I'm that should have been my title shot. I want the title. I'm next in line. Jade's gone. Who knows where the hell she is? I'm right here. You know. So let her do that. Let her do some character work, and it'll be a squash. But no, it's a eight and a half minute competitive match between Taya Valkyrie, who came in as 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 the female version of of the savior of the women's division the next game changer to only lose predictably because we all predicted it uh, for the reasons that we we stated and and now she's having trouble with trisha dora who twice a year is hired by AEW when they're either in baltimore or washington dc 
Well, I think she's actually a mainstay in Ring of Honor, funny enough, Jeff. So... Uh, I guess it depends. Well, they probably tape it in... Where do they tape that? In Philly? <laughs> no, I think it's in Florida. No, I think, they, I, think they, I think they tape it in Philly where ECW used to tape. And so that's that's a two and a half hour drive for her. No, no, no. Oh, no, you're ECW right. Arena. It's, it's at the Orlando yeah. Studios. It's, exactly. It's, it's, it's Full Sail. It's where they used to tape. Um, are they at Full Sail, are they? No, not before. It does... It's wherever they used to tape NXT. Yeah, Full Sail University. Maybe it is Full Sail. I don't think Full Sail right. called Full Sail anymore, by the way. Uh, anyway, okay. but you're right. I don't know if she's a mainstay. What are they, they? They fly her down for four days then. Well, whatever. You're right, though. At the end of the day, she's really portrayed as kind of a jobber, and she got a lot of her shit in. But Taya Valkyrie was definitely working that match as a heel, like 100% in every sense. Well, but like Chris Statlander well, yeah. first. <laughs> Actually, let's get into that quickly. Also, how bad, Chris, is Chris Statlander at doing promos, dude? I thought she sucked. She's very wooden. Yep, she's, she's <laughs> wooden. And I, you know, like, I kind of made fun of it when she first came back. Because, I mean, here she is. She's coming back after an injury. And she's a big, tatted-up chick who's got this like alt look, you know, and she's got the, she's got the heavy metal, like the rock entrance theme. And she comes out and she like, she comes out and she does this sign language thing. And they tell us that what she said is mama's home. And I'm like, mommy's home. You're telling me that the, that the large muscular tatted woman is calling herself mommy. Yeah, that doesn't seem, you know, repetitive with anything going on in WWE or anything. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's true. I was kind of thinking that also. It reminded me of... of like, are, you also, sort of... are you also going to start speaking in an Australian accent? So we so we just God, think no. you are Rhea Ripley? Like, is that is that what we're doing now? Or... No, she'll do South African. I mean, but <laughs> all the true. time, she was gone a year. I know she was uh, doing yeah. rehab. And all that, but she couldn't take acting lessons too. I mean, maybe there was a reason she was doing the alien gimmick where she didn't speak English and she'd just go boop. Maybe because she couldn't she couldn't take acting lessons and you know and be coached on that. Because her promos are terrible. And I you know, she's I know people like to pretend she's a great wrestler, but she's not. She's just okay. On a scale of one to ten, she's like a four and a half, which is a little bit below average. Um but promos. She's like a one. Yeah, she's pretty bad. She's she's pathetic, actually. But, and all um, she has to do is be a five and a half on promos because the crowd wants to love her. All she has to be is okay. A three on a promo, and she'll <laughs> and she'll get over great with this crowd. Uh, you don't have to be good at promos in fucking AEW. I mean, right. the young bucks are stars in AEW, and those guys are awful and awkward. Um, right. She could I've, just be I've, short too. She could say, "Taya, I know you're pissed. I don't know why you're pissed at me, but you don't have to. You don't have to get in your tough biker clothes. You want a match? You want a match for this title? You think it's yours? Ask. That's the end of a promo. The end. Walk away. Yep. And listen, like as far as like her taking like some acting lessons or whatever, I, I've been on. I've been on this. I've been on this. You know, for a very long time. Everyone who wants to be taken seriously as a professional wrestler, for every hour that you are training to learn how to wrestle, you need to spend a half hour learning how to act. 
every single hour that you're training, spend a half hour learning how to act, and you'll be fine. You might not be great, but you'll at least learn the basics of how to pretend stuff, which, hey, I mean, I don't know if everybody's just forgotten this, but pretending is what professional wrestling is. You're oh, yeah. pretending. <laughs> it's true. You're, you're spot on. Um, whoops, wrong thing. But what Jinder said, man, seriously, you make me laugh, bro. Statlander be eating Tony Khan's meat sauce. Yo, that's... You wouldn't want to taste that meat sauce. And, I mean, and tell home, homeboy that it's halal, not kosher. He did say kosher. It is halal, actually, it's homeboy. Halal. Yeah. <laughs> Even though right. the, it's both. This, I mean, what's the difference, really, Jeff? Kosher is, is like, Jewish. No, yeah. I know it, that. It, obviously, it, it, it's mostly just the word, but it. I mean, it makes a big difference to use the word that's part of your faith. Right. No, that's true. But it's kind of uh, the same sort of I mean, that's uh, like concept. Me saying, Dumping the baby in the water and blessing them instead of saying, <laughs> "Oh boy." Anyway, um, <laughs> maybe not that bad. <laughs> maybe not that bad because uh, if you ever saw me, my photos of when I was getting christened, I looked like I was getting abused. Just well, that's because of all the dingoes <laughs> jumping for you. <laughs> yeah, this was in a Greek church, actually, Jeff. But uh, you know, <laughs> they, they were pretty <laughs> savage, man. <laughs> Jinder says it's curry. Oof. Aren't you the biggest fan of curry too, Jinda? I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> just saying. And Homeboy says, Jeff, don't correct me. Is that my new name, Jeff, don't correct me? Or is it Jeff, <laughs> comma, don't correct me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. These guys, oh, man. These Come on, killer. man. You know, you know Homeboy doesn't speak good English. What are you trying to say? Both of you is what he's trying to... What are you alluding to, boys? Come on now. Are you saying because he's... I don't know. I'm you know what? I'm demoting him to Homeboy no. 88 after uh, Homeboy 85 after these errors. 85. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we love you, Homeboy. Come on now. <laughs> anyway, next though, let's go move on next to another weird segment. It was the Hardys are being interviewed backstage, where Matt says they have a match against the Guns next week on Dynamite. The Guns will be st a stepping stone for Matt and Jeff. On the on their way to winning the AEW World Tag Team Championships, Jeff, what the hell was Jeff Hardy doing? And and is does is it just me or does Matt Hardy look younger than Jeff Hardy does right now? Well, I mean, Jeff Hardy's forty four is like eighty seven to the rest of us. <laughs> um, first, kudos to Jeff Hardy for wearing a, a Shad Gaspard shirt. Yeah, oh yes, absolutely. Oh, look at you. Hello, hello, hello. Hola. La Sacaria is in the house. Don't see you. <laughs> so yeah. Fun. Don't have the banner block the cleavage. Come on. I do. What banner? <laughs> Me? <laughs> you got to take the banner Get off. My banner actually. Down. <laughs> I, I can't. You have to do that, actually, All Jeff. All right, fine. <laughs> How are you guys? Good. Good, good. How are you? I am doing well, thank you. Enjoy my you... Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I you bet. look tired today, Viv. She is tired. Yes. Hey, yeah, you look tired. Strange things. Strange. Well, really. You're married to Jeff, so you being <laughs> tired and dealing with strange things is exactly what we expect. He don't say anything, and you know, <laughs> I am free with him. I can go to the China, and he don't say anything. <laughs> 
I, can I, I'm gonna well, you've never gone to China. So I, maybe I, I can I, do whatever I want. I can do it whatever I want. I can go uh, with my friends and and go to the parties. I, but I am not going to parties. I am not going to hang out with anybody well, because I don't have time to. Well, as I once said to one of her exes who DM me offering to pay me what? money to buy her, what? I said I don't want her and she wouldn't be for sale anyway. Well, is that true? Is that, is that real? Oh, yes. I still have wow. text. He, wow. he, he let me be like, he let me be. I can, he's nice. He's nice. In other words, he lets you be you. I'm 54. She's 24. <laughs> I can't stop her. You know? <laughs> it's called, it's called, We're all 24. called an adult relationship. And she lets me do all this nonsense. Oh, I think, well, there you go. I think the Latinas, we are we are take care of the family and we are more at home that's right of course that's I, true and i'm a one-person family in need of lots of support <laughs> help he's doing something like goodbye i find it very comforting to know exactly how i'm going to die <laughs> okay, well she is la sacaria yes yeah. i have to go because i am preparing something in the kitchen take care okay no worries thank you Viv. have a good one Jimmy, yes. don't go and disappear again. And Chris, no. okay, nice to see you. <laughs> Thank Bye. you. Yes. Next time we'll send it after you. <laughs> oh, no. That's oh, right. no. Hey, she will kill me. That's that's a fact, guys. Oh, for just, sure. Just letting you know. And she'll bring back the <laughs> oh. head. Oh, wow. That's that's pretty brutal. Well, she's La Sicaria, ladies and gentlemen. So Why don't we have a La Sicaria, like, like, why don't we have, like, Jeff a La Sicaria character on, like, on... Oh, WB 2K23? Yeah, like on, on, on <laughs> no. someone's fucking wrestling. Like, that would be a cool character. Eva Lee actually no, no, really. called herself but she keeps getting fired. Oh, well. I think yeah. I have heard that before. In, in fact, well, I, we've challenged Eva Lee to, to, to matches for the title of La Sicaria, and uh, she mostly ignores it, curses at me. She's never blocked me, though. Oh, well, Jinder says, Jeff, you're one lucky SOB. It's all skill, brother. But get this. Look, you're getting the praises. Oh, not, not a bad way to go, Jimmy. True. Because he says you're a lucky man, Jeff. I know. I know. But like <laughs> I said, it's no luck. It's all skill. <laughs> and Facebook user says, my said Ali or Hagler <laughs> Tyson Spinks. What is that? What are you talking I, I have, about? I have no idea what he means by that. You got you to elaborate a little more Those there. Those were certainly boxing salad words. They, yeah. they were. And apparently I got christened in a kangaroo pouch, according to Jinder Mahal. <laughs> Dude, I don't think you've ever come across kangaroos before, but I'm telling you now, man, those things are fucking huge <laughs> and they don't fuck around. Oh, dead set. It's, it's true. Yeah, it's little. Well, please. Oh, yeah. That, that's excellent Peter. point, Jinder. Speaking of kangaroos, the Hardys have a kangaroo. Oh, ah, they do yeah, actually. George what Foreman. was its name? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It is George Foreman. And did you see that weird video of it's, Matt Hardy? Did actually? you know that George Foreman has six sons and they're all named George Foreman? Yes, and a Come daughter on, named Georgina Foreman. No, for real? Yeah, they all have nicknames though that they're very <laughs> proud of. I'm sure. Like what choice? Do wow, they have? wow! Talk about fucking ego. I mean, come on. Or Foreman's creativity. Yeah, George Foreman's oh, wow. a weird dude. He's a weird, weird dude. Why the hey, fuck would his you do grills that kick kids, ass? Man. I'm just gonna say really? that. Really? Yeah. But uh, Wait, Jeff, yeah. Jeff Hardy 
is sad there. He just looks so small, thin, defeated. Dude, he was acting old. weird. I was just looking at him. Yeah, he does look old, though. That's true. But I was just watching him, right, while Matt Hardy was talking. And I kid you not, he was sitting there, like, doing weird shit, like, he, with his eyes and shit. Exactly. Like, he was... Like, he's yeah, Ray Charles I mean, or something. <laughs> Ray Charles. Ray's just okay. super fucking high. Yeah, man. I'm starting to think that, Chris, man, actually. Like... I don't want to be, but he's acting weird. Like it's legit. kind of hard not to fucking go there when giving given this person's history. I mean, when right. has he not fucked something up by being super fucking high? Like <laughs> in the entire time. history of his life, how many times has he completely fucked up an opportunity or something that he was supposed to be doing because he got really fucking high and acted like a complete jackass? Now, I don't have any hate for Jeff Hardy. But I really wish that people would stop telling me that it's unfair to say Jeff Hardy looked high when he looked fucking high and he gets high all the fucking time. That's yeah. true. I mean, and we hate saying that, but we got to call it how we see it. I mean, he was acting weird. Yeah, we, he was definitely acting like he was on something. And by the way, may, maybe he is weird. Maybe we've only seen him basically fucking high and, and what we think is him normal isn't him. Maybe this is him. Maybe this keeps him sober, and he's a, he's a weird, quiet dude. Maybe he needs the stuff to, to, to get himself up there. Anyway, he, he just looks like a defeated man, and Isaiah Cassidy looks pathetic with the bedazzled neck brace. And I, I don't know what Ethan Page is doing there, but if they had to do this story, and clearly they had to do this story, at least he should be doing something. Make faces in the background, something. Say, yeah. A word, whatever, something. Do something. Yep. Yeah, do something. But uh, and we, well, what's going on with Ethan Page, guys? Because didn't I just ask I, that? I, <laughs> no, no, no. I know, but I know he's you know he lost the match and whatnot too. But all this shit, just just everything right now, just doesn't make sense to me. But whatever, man. It's a battle of the brothers, well, the brother teams. It is what it is. Who cares? You know I what? don't. I, I will go for one more contract switch that you see in the some segment where Don Callis is shaking hands with maybe not Matt Hardy, but Isaiah Cassidy to set something up. Uh, passes an envelope, and Don Callis acquired Ethan Page's contract to watch Takesha's back. I don't know why, but who? But it, it would be it would be better than that. Where's Outback Jack? <laughs> You know what? Where is Outback Jack? I have no idea if you, even if he's still in Australia or you, oh, if he's, if he's alive. He's tying the oh. kangaroo down, Spot. Tying Fuck. the kangaroo down. Another thing about Australia that people don't realize, we hate that song, all right? Just quietly. No one fucking cares about No one brings it up. We, we hated Outback people. Jack, too. <laughs> hey, by the way, I interviewed a, an Australian uh, from Sydney, uh, George Mitrovic. Do you, have you heard of him, Jimmy? He, he's written 110 books about the paranormal and mostly about Bigfoots. Actually, oh, yeah, I have. I have heard of him, as a matter of fact. He, he's the Yowie Hunter. He is a Yowie Hunter, indeed. And, um, yeah, yeah, no, I've heard him on Coast Jeff. to Coast, actually, too. Yeah, they're both from the Australia. Past. They know each other. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's... <laughs> He literally goes hunting for Bigfoot, which we call Yowies over here. I don't think he goes and, hunting uh, for anything anymore. He's he's like eighty, but yeah, he's old. He's he's pretty old. He used to have though a younger guy. Go- I don't know if it was his son, maybe that used to come along with him while they were looking for Yowies. But um, do, I'll do ask you him know again that? next time because he's, he's he yeah, wants to come, he, he wants to come back on again. 
Okay, cool. Nah, he's cool, man. He's he's been around for years, um, and he's like I said, I've heard him on Coast to Coast AM. I've heard him on numerous shows before. Coast to Coast AM like three days ago. Oh, really? So he was on again. Well, I heard him years ago on Coast to Coast, yeah. but there you go. He was on again recently. He has been on a few times, but um, yeah, no, he's cool. Go check that out, Garden of Doom. What, what, oh, what again? Recording guests way above my weight class. I get maybe this is my weight class now. Maybe it is. I mean, you do a great show, Jeff. That's true. You really do. And I've said this to you from years ago now. The guests you started getting on are amazing. You know what I'm saying? That by yeah. right, you probably wouldn't have really gotten. But I think word of mouth really does work. The And because you're getting higher and higher when it comes to the guests. So, no, absolutely. Like Brilliant Jeff job. Hardy, I'm getting higher and higher. Speaking of getting <laughs> yeah. higher and higher, let's talk right. about the Hardy Boys. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's not talk about the Hardy Boys because let's move on to the next match. Even though we kind of already alluded to it earlier, it was Aubrey Edwards and Mark and Papa Briscoe defeating Jay Lethal, Jeff and Karen Jarrett in a mixed trios match. Um, it was okay, but Aubrey Edwards was in a match. Fuck you, like it was alluded okay. It was... I don't want to say fun, Maybe that's the wrong word, but it it wasn't... Look, for me, I, I like the fact that it's an actual like progression in the storyline, and they actually did it on Rampage. That's the only thing that I can say positively no, about this been match. Fun and it should have been fun. The only thing I can say positive is because the faces won, hopefully this is the end of it. And I cede yeah. all my remaining time on this to Chris. Right. <laughs> Go, Chris. I, oh, man. I don't even... Honestly, I don't even want... Like, I'm mad at myself for having watched this fucking shit. Like, I honestly <laughs> watched it and went, Jesus Christ. Like, I could have been doing anything. I could have been fucking soaking for fuck's sakes. I could have been doing literally anything with <laughs> my it. time that would have been a better fucking use of my time. I, this was bad. And the fact that they've got, you know, talented guys like Mark and Jay wrapped up and in this Papa. just makes me very sad <laughs> aubrey edwards is exactly what we said she was people you know people have been saying you know listen this chick just wants to get famous this chick just wants to be on tv it's the only reason she does what she does the only reason she's a referee and not a wrestler is well we learned today she can't fucking wrestle she's not good at it the only thing she's there for is to become famous and she will do it however she can possibly do it and i mean i guess fine but i really don't want to be a fucking part of you getting famous aubrey edwards <laughs> you are terrible terrible your your facial expressions are fucking comical nothing about you is interesting and you wasted my time you wasted my time i hated this well it's funny because now like what why i mean did you check out those snap mares she was doing on poor on poor old uh karen jarrett that i mean by the hair man she was freaking doing it and at least karen jarrett obviously has had some sort of training probably via her husband yes i said husband um so there's that, but Aubrey Edwards, what did she do other than snap mares? Walked Nothing. around. Nothing, guitar. Between her and Papa Briscoe, no one knew where to be, and I, I actually thought that Chris was going to want to vent more on this one, but this, this was small, cumbersome <laughs> plotting. I mean, 
of all things to have not been strictly choreographed, this is the one match that needed to be strictly choreographed and rehearsed, 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 because half the people in the match can't wrestle, and I'm including Karen Jarrett in that, and Papa Briscoe. And he shouldn't be able to. He's 60-something years old, and he's not a wrestler. His kids are wrestlers. Literally um, three of the six people in this six-man <laughs> are not wrestlers. Right. Well, that's true, but he has had a few matches in Ring of Honor years ago, and he was kind of more entertaining in those matches than this one. I, I that must have been a long time ago. It was I a long time ago. I, I don't remember that, and and that's fine because I didn't always re watch Ring of Honor. There's several years I didn't see it at all, or just saw it so late at night, and all I can remember is Davy Richards and Jim Cornette. Um, but anyway, um, this, yeah, like I said, I mean. This match actually did need to be choreographed and rehearsed. And when and you should never have a six-person match where half of them don't wrestle. I don't care how good Jay Lethal is. I don't care how good Mark Briscoe is. Because, first of all, he isn't going to correct his dad, for one. I mean, the one thing I got very clear from the Briscoe boys is they respect their father. You respect family. So they're not going to correct them even in the, in their chosen sport. And and if anyone was, it would have been Jay, who was the leader. Jamin, um, I don't know. This, this this was really terrible. It wasn't entertaining. Even the clutter of Satnam Singh and Sanjay Dutt running around right. on the outside. You see those bad kicks on the outside by Satnam Singh. Right, everything. It's like it made everyone worse. Like the one time, like them being in the way and cluttering and clusterfucking everything that could have benefited a match somehow didn't. So at least Karen Jarrett took took the, the guitar to the head, got pinned. The crowd got to go, yay, wonderful. Karen Jarrett, by the way, my God, she looks great for her age. She does, no, for real, yeah, no, definitely um, she does. Did did she get the guitar? I thought it was Jay Lethal that got the guitar. Yep. Was it Jay Lethal that got the guitar? Yeah, so yeah, and that's the, another problem I, I had actually, because... I actually imagined a, a better result. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, you're right, though. It should have been Karen uh, Jarrett because, first of all, what done my head in was the part where when Aubrey Edwards was going to hit Karen Jarrett with the guitar, but instead Jay Lethal gets in the way right. and says, and then, and hit me. Did the, 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 the froggy boy. Right, right. but he was asking is, her... To Going back me. to the George Mitrovic show, we were talking about how your brain protects you. I was right. so traumatized. I think my brain actually protected me. And <laughs> I remember Karen Jarrett getting hit with the guitar. I remember clear. I remember I could see her falling down like a tree going straight back. And it didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. But you know what? Aubrey Edwards is that stupid. She could have hit Karen Jarrett easily because she was just sitting in the corner. Right? Just standing there. But instead... Oh, he fucking Jay Lethal instead, but I thought she wanted revenge on Karen. No, 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 like this. He's pointing. Oh, at that was a new referee, I think. In that, oh no, no, it wasn't. That was in the main event. There was a new ref. We'll get to that. Remember, right now. remember when referees used to do this thing where if somebody came in with a, with an object, the referee would just grab it out of their hand because and, and they're the fucking referee, right. and their job is to make sure that nobody fucking cheats in wrestling. Remember well, when to be fair, used to do that. That was that was great. I like you're that. spot on. Can we go back to that. How come Hausenhausen then come to grab his Golden Globe? Like, why, 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 why didn't he run in and steal his Golden Globe back? Yeah, whatever happened to that? Maybe they're using it for a dildo or they're soaking it or something. <laughs> Get me? Is that, oh, yeah. Whoops. What was I saying? Um, but anyway, yeah, look, it is what it is. I thought it was going to be the main event, though, guys, originally, the way they were hyping that match, but it wasn't. Um, 
Yeah, Aubrey Edwards is a professional wrestler now, peeps. Undefeated. Yes. Undefeated. Absolutely undefeated. She sucked. She sucked bad. But apparently, <laughs> to um, who was it? <laughs> or maybe she sucks particularly good, and that's why she well, has a fucking job in AEW. I don't well, know. Well, if that's the case, like Jinder says, Aubrey should have been the first to beat Jade. I mean, shit. And I mean, even Homeboy thinks he could have been a contender. Shit. I mean, come on now. Cheers and, to both. Cheers but, to both. And Jinder, yes, Bray Wyatt is the Yowie Wowie Hunter, just quietly. <laughs> I think the Yowie might have turned done turnabout there. I might have eaten him. Oh, oh, maybe, maybe. But Facebook user says, Aubrey Edwards at least had some nice lipstick. No. Nope. Hmm. I'm okay. sure you like to soak Aubrey, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it is what it is. What do you do, boys? It is what it is. Well, next we see. T- well, we spoke about this before, so I won't even bring it up again. It was the t- the Tyre Valkyrie segment in the back where with Chris Downlander. But forget that we spoke about it at the start. But we also see Don Callis and Takeshita interrupt Mark Henry to cut a promo ahead of the main event match. Takeshita is re- referred to as El Hijo de Don Callis. <laughs> so stupid. Like, really? Really? So, Did he so speak funny. Spanish or and Japanese on the way out, apparently? Why couldn't he call him Don Callis Jr.? Why do they have to like make the joke one level more intra aew stupidity with the le hotel i have no idea jeff Don't even ask me questions like already these. speak different languages you need to you need to insert <laughs> That's a what third language it's it's, it's called don Callis jr that that, that yeah, is or... funny and it fits with don Callis's thing from now on you call him don Callis jr if you want to call me senior that's okay or they could have caught if they want to play the Japanese route, right? He could have been uh, Donsuke Kaleshka or something like that. For yeah, you know, nobody would have gotten that reference. Right, that's the problem too. Pretty way, simple. The that AW scar is, is no joke. That's bad. Right? Yeah, right. I was going to no say the same joke. thing. <laughs> Two words. The comic king says, <laughs> Rosetta Stone. Yeah, Two words, I got words back for you. If Tony Khan saw that, that would be he would hire. Uh, like Trinity Fatu and change her name to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Facebook user says I'm on an A-frame OG that likes vagina straight up, homie. Okay. Yeah. Right, good to, cool. Good to That's know. good to know. Good anyway, to know. Wonderful comment. Thank you. Look up soaking for us, all right? Facebook user, trust me. You'll be a fan. <laughs> Jinder also says take a shit at Al Hijo de Lomain. <laughs> there's a lot in there there's a lot in that oh, sentence it hell. you guys are the best man well anyway let's talk about that match because it is the main event actually chris come on you got to do it because he didn't do it mark henry didn't do it but you will oh i kind of like that mark henry literally was like what the fuck as Takeshi <laughs> was walking away he was like what he was like well i guess we've said enough <laughs> i love that i love that i wish he would have fucking kept with that the rest of his thing but i wish it would have been okay i guess we've said enough it's time for the main event like i would have loved that but instead it was mark henry being actually entertaining with the i you know i guess we've heard enough 
<laughs> it's time for the main <laughs> event. <laughs> Homeboy, this is Inglés sin barreras. Sin well barreras. said, Homeboy. Well, well said. <laughs> well said, Homeboy, indeed. Um, anyway, like I said, it is Takeshita defeating the little bandit himself in Bandito. Uh, man, I just want to say, Jeff, I know you, you were kind of a fan of Bandito. I'm not sure if you are anymore, but, uh, How could I he do? looked like a tiny motherfucker compared to Takeshita and his, uh, shit stain on his yeah, nose. He's really, he's really small. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, he's like five foot eight, like 185 and, Listen, five foot eight, like five foot two. <laughs> well, Takeshi's a big guy, but Takeshi's like six foot three, six foot yeah, two. Yeah, legit, and a half, legit he, six yeah. three. Apparently, he might be taller. I don't know, but he's he's legitimately. I, I don't know. This is listen. Was this a good match? Yes, it was. But again, it shouldn't have been. If the whole thing is Takeshi was this coveted free agent recruited by Don Carlos, turned to the bat, the evil side, maybe is with the BCC against the elite in main event action, that the main events over title matches on pay-per-views, he shouldn't be having hard matches like Will Ospreay. <laughs> and he's always had hard matches, Jeff. The whole time he's been part of AEW. I know, but now his, but his character, so when you change from face to heel, the way your matches go is supposed to change, just like when you change from heel to face, the way your matches should go should change. Not in AEW. So, right. So if this was just an exhibition match on a local indie, this would be great. This was this the match was well executed. But again, this shouldn't have been this should have been Takeshita killing someone. And it it's not like they built Bandito to be anything, so they could have killed him. But you don't want it to be Bandito, then make it be fucking Serpentico for all I care. But Takeshita should have sure. killed some motherfucker. And you know what? He kills Serpentico so bad that Dr. Luther comes in running to him. Mm -hmm. And then he kills Dr. Luther. And then Helico comes in and he kills him. <laughs> and he kills the entire Spanish announce project one after another. And you've got Takeshita, a true badass. Definitely part of the Blackpool Combat Club, and he is ready to to beat the shit out of some elite ass. No, instead we got a 15-minute competitive match, which would have been a great on an indie card or or whatever. Right. But it has but but it's not in a vacuum. It's part of a story, and Takesha's supposed to be a big deal in the story, like Osprey's supposed to be a big deal in the story. And I'm not one of those fans that goes. Yay, an exhibition match. But you know what? At least I understand the people with the, the Osprey Omega thing. But I don't understand people who forgive this because we know we're getting BCC versus the Elite. And that's part of an AEW ongoing story. So it's not just an exhibition match. It's part of AEW canon. So he's got to be the badass and make him a real badass. So mm -hmm. that, that, that's my rant. That's all. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, another thing, the, the same applies here with Takeshita, like what you said, Chris, earlier, and you, Jeff, all of us did, about having someone squash, you know, Takeshita having to squash guys. You could have thrown in again. Nakazawa, say, or fucking, uh, what's his name? Cutler. Uh, Cutler. Right. But no, again, he has hard matches. And for no real reason, it was just you know an exhibition been match. Funny too, and been a tie into collision, sort of. Called What's Cabana. That? Oh yeah, oh. Cabana. With a go to sleep at the end. <laughs> just say that be, would be that good. Might be one too far, but <laughs> <laughs> why not? I mean, shit. But um, yeah, they should have done that, but they didn't do that because this company just doesn't think, Chris. 
No, and you know, this company, uh, the thing is, is like, I'm very confused about what the fuck they want to do with Takeshita, because a part of me really feels like what they're trying to do is create their own Okada out of nothing. They're just going to make an Okada, because the guy kind of has a similar body type to Okada. He's tall, and he's got a little bit of muscle for a Japanese Okada's just as tall, but but Takeshita's actually more solid. Yeah, so I mean, but it, I mean, they're a pretty similar look, right? They they look pretty similar if you're talking about Japanese guys. He's right? actually sort wow. of the perfect combination of Tanahashi and Okada to, to actually, yeah, part. and that's how good he actually really is. I think he's got that much potential for oh, real. Okay, I, I oh, mean okay, that. but then okay, but then he needs to be squashing people. He can't be having right. 15 minute competitive matches against fucking Bandito two weeks before he's supposed to like really have like a, a thing with with Don Callis. And I will say the best thing about this about this match was the best thing about the entire show. And it was a quick little conversation that JR had with Don Callis on commentary. Don Callis was talking about all the things that he's doing with Takeshita. And JR said, Oh come on now Don. Everything you're doing with Takeshita is just to make you more money. And then Don Callis went and then Don Don Callis goes, Well yeah, I mean what else are we doing here, JR? And JR goes yeah, that's pretty much what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's... Oh, I, I, lo- I love when heels use logic and, and, and it's irrefutable. By the Absolutely. way, JR, did you see he took like a fall? He took a picture. He's like one entire yeah, eye is swollen yeah. and shut and it's black. And he's like, I'm still that's going to click. Like, no, dude, go to the hospital. Have that checked out. You, We don't need you at collision. They have, they have people there. By the I way, think... by the way, the announced team for Collision is going to be fucking awesome. That's great, man. It's really Nigel McGuinness and uh, Nigel, Kevin Kelly. Jr. Jr. is oh, only at yes. the for the main event. Apparently, I don't care. Give me right, those. So... Give me those guys. I mean, anytime you can get me away from fucking Excalibur, I'm happy. I can't. No, that was stand a great move. Guy. Great move. As a matter of fact, I think the Kevin Kelly rumor was sort of around. I think we, the three of us, actually discussed this a while back that it could possibly be Kevin Kelly. And yeah, I was, I was happy as people yeah. are there out there that, that can still work and can, can still do this. Well, I felt the last year's Forbidden Door when Kevin Kelly was doing commentary as well with the rest of them, he killed it, man. Like he knocked it. He made everyone else look bad, in my opinion, last year. So I think that was a great move. And Kevin especially Kelly is Nodrum, a McGinnis. professional announcer. He's a professional Absolutely. wrestling uh, announcer, and and he's got a little character work with uh, AXW as well. So he's right. done, he's done that a bit too. I don't know. Let, you know, listen. Th- this is another person that WWE missed out on because they really could use somebody on commentary. Right, on, you would have thought that would have got rid of fucking Kevin Patrick. Right, and he was in WWE for quite a few years too. So I mean, he would have been a great inclusion right now, right, Chris? Uh, yeah, fantastic. He would have been way better than what they've got over there right now. And even what they seem to be training right now is fucking crap. The guy <laughs> the guy in NXT who's not Booker T, whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Vic Joseph. That, Vic Joseph I like him, man. Vic Joseph is just Michael Cole. I don't, really? like, you don't like him. That oh, is Michael Cole. He has I think... nothing interesting to say whatsoever. He has nothing that he adds to any fucking match ever. He's just Michael Cole. I think he's better than uh, the Irish lad on Raw. Forgot his name already. Kevin Patrick, whatever I think it is, right? Yeah, he's he's better than Kevin Patrick. I I, I don't I don't feel nearly as strongly as Chris about Vic Joseph. I, I think Vic Joseph is fine. He's he's the play by play. He's not there to be interesting. But Raw needs a three person booth. You need 
you need like you need Samoa Joe on one side and, and Booker T on the other and him in the middle. Oh, that'd be great, actually. Uh, well, anyway, it is what it is. Um, and Chris, did you notice uh, what song Collision's sh- song's going to be, by the I way? I fucking sent that to you. I, I sent yeah, that yeah, no, no, that's gonna that. be the that's gonna be the song for us. But I can't believe they done the same thing. Yeah, but they're going <laughs> with the they're going with the the Elton John version, Elton right. John version, which right, doesn't right. slap even a quarter as hard as the fucking version by Nickelback and Kid Rock. I don't, I don't understand well, I don't why they did that. I don't remember right. when Nickelback and Kid Rock did Tiny Dancer. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, uh, that's funny. I'm looking Tiny forward to conclusion, guys. Be- seeing as how they're having this whole roster split and it seems like the pro wrestlers are on Saturday and everybody else is on is on Wednesday, they should just have Tiny Dancer be the theme song for Dynamite. That'd be great. <laughs> Tiny Dancer. Except Jesus when Christ. Danny Garcia goes on, they can play Daniel for main event, Daniel he's Garcia. just dancing, doing the friggin' uh... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I hate that shit, man. That shit is just so... Can I say it? Gay. Just saying. Well, Happy then you Pride play Month. Philadelphia Freedom. <laughs> freedom. <laughs> freedom. No, anyway, that, that, that's Wham Freedom. Oh, it is too. You're right. That is Wham. God damn it. George Michael's right. No, not, it's not Wham. Guys, guys, it's not Wham. Jordan. It's Wham. <laughs> oh, Wham. <laughs> there's, a, there's a fucking exclamation. They earned that exclamation mark, guys. They do. <laughs> Thanks, Facebook user. It is pretty gay. Wham was definitely gay too, straight up. Yeah, not straight up. (laughs) Well, true, not straight up. Just saying. Anyway, boys, I think we can uh, pretty much end the show here. Except um, before we do go, are you guys sort of hyped for Collision? Because I am for some weird reason. Chris, I'm fucking stoked for Collision, mostly because I am allowing myself to believe that since they have a completely different roster, you know, or a mostly different roster. Mostly. (laughs) And since they have an announced team that looks like an actual professional wrestling announced team, that they're also maybe going to allow somebody other than TK to book the matches. Because if they do that, (laughs) Collision will instantly become my favorite fucking TV show in terms of pro wrestling. Because that is a great announced team, and it's a great roster of guys. It's got it, you've you've got guys who are already huge stars in professional wrestling, and you've got a bunch of guys there who you can build something into. Really, like really, really, Miro can become a superstar in professional wrestling. I don't know if he can cross over. I'm not going there, but he can be your MJF if you want to push him like that. He's that good. Um, He's underrated, definitely. He's, he's so fucking good. He's just excellent. And if you've got somebody booking him who can actually book properly, they're going to have a huge, huge star on their hands. Hobbs is going to be over there too. If they book him properly, they've got potential there. They've just got so much going on overall Like in, in that show. If they can book even just half-ass, it's going to be instantly the best AEW show on television. And sans bloodline the best wrestling show on television oh i hope so but facebook usually says they need carpenters and mechanics they fucking do (laughs) of course every wrestling show show needs carpenters and mechanics you need guys who can actually fucking build a company to help 
to help get these other guys fucking over and also to help these fucking people learn how to work because like this is something that i said i had this conversation with the vet when i was on the the next level podcast we're quickly spiraling into this future where you're going to have an entire roster full of people who actually don't know how to wrestle they know how to that's why we need the mechanics together right Putting a spot after a spot after a spot is not the same fucking thing as working. Working is doing it on the fly and knowing how the story is meant to be told within the confines of the wrestling ring. And if you can't do that without, oh, what was the next spot we were running? If you have to do spot, 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 you're not a good worker. Go back to fucking train. Absolutely. Jeff, do you agree? 100%. 100%. I am I am cautiously optimistic about this, but I'm a little bit worried for Chris because if I don't have time to do predictions because I have to, we have a 6.30 reservation. There's no point of doing predictions for an every week. I'm afraid on. of the main event ending in some sort of schmoz, oh. which involves Ricky Starks and, and the gun club and, you know, and, and other stuff. And, you know, the mirror in action, I'm afraid he's just going to squash like Serpentico or someone... The they didn't announce who he's wrestling, right? Huh? They didn't announce who Miro was wrestling, right? No, just an action, which means it's a squash match, yeah. which is fine. But, I it's mean, good. we don't need to be reintroduced to Miro. I mean, he, he, but That's anyway, true. I guess it, dep- it depends who he faces. If he faces, like, local jobber, it's a waste. If he squashes Captain Sean Dean, fine. Right. It would be a squash match for sure since they didn't actually announce who he's facing. I'm interested. This is the most interested I've been about an AEW regular television show. It feels different. That's why. Grand Slam or, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. And look, the thing is, I'm hoping the set is also different and it's not the same generic set that they use for every other show, right? Um, Since they've gone completely different with the commentary team, it does feel different already just by the preview of it, right? I mean, I don't know, man. I'm hyped for it, but I'm, I hope it's just not a big See, now, disappointment. You, you guys are hoping too many things, and now you're, you're, there's too many things man. for you to be disappointed. I think it's going to be I the know, same no, for sure. I don't think they're doing that, all that you stuff. You don't think so? And that's okay. All, listen, all I care about is that we get different people and matches that make sense and, and stories that – and the beginning of stories that can turn into stories, I don't care if they continue some things from existing AEW canon, but I want mostly new stuff starting fresh and people presented well. Are we going to get even Punk talking on the mic, Chris, you think? Or we're not even going to get that? Or he's going to talk at the end of the friggin' match, like when the, when it goes off the air? The, the last thing that he said on Dynamite, the last thing that I've heard, you know, from CM Punk on Dynamite is... Why well, is he on Dynamite? Things- he wasn't on. There was a there was an insert video that included okay. him walking around Chicago and talking with a voiceover. The last thing he said was, "I have some things to get off my chest." So, oh, thank God! All right. Yeah, he better fucking say something. Yeah. Well, if, if, if they're not having CM Punk opening by speaking, that that's that's just dumb. Or at bad. least heavily promoting him speaking next week. Well, like Todd says, and this is perfectly put actually, because that's how I feel pretty much. Cautiously optimistic. Well, that's more Jeff, but I'm just hoping they just do it right, man. It's Saturday night. It feels good to have a wrestling show on a Saturday night per se. Um, yeah, but like Jeff said, we're probably going to just be disappointed. I just hope they stick to this show being, if you want to call it an A1 type of show, like you got A+, A-minus, 
You know what I'm saying? I hope they do that, but I just, I just hope the booking feels different than Tony Khan booking. That's that's all. Yep, that's really honestly the major thing. And if and if you could get a show with even the roster that they have on Wednesday that that would just feel different than Tony Khan booking, I would be happier with it. For sure, I, I agree. And Sam Floyd says in the chat, and thank you for checking this out, by the way, because I've never seen him around. Everyone in the United Center is expecting ice cream, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're probably going to get fed. If they, don't open, if they don't open with Cult of Personality and Punk coming out and talking, the entire two-hour show is going to be hijacked by CM Punk chants. It's fucking Chicago. Absolutely. They're going to be doing that before the show even starts officially, if you know what I'm saying. They can just ice be cream CM goes Punk. great with summer in the city. Everybody, everybody should have their ice cream bars in their hands in the audience. Every oh, that'd be great if they were smart. The right, but they probably will fail to actually do that anyway. But we'll see. I'm hyped. It's only a few hours away. Actually, it's only about two hours away, right, guys? Yeah, two hours from now. And we'll be uh, back tonight on channelattitude.com, right, Chris? Oh, no, tomorrow we're doing that. Manana. Manana and la manana. Tomorrow in ah, the Ah, shit. I, I forgot for a second. <laughs> for some reason. But are we doing wreckage tonight, actually, Jeff? Uh, hit me up after collision's over. I But I've got to... I, I have to go now. We have to go. We have to go to dinner. All right. Go do your thing, boys. So I might as well take it home. So, Chris, tell them where they can find you, brother. You can find me right here on the uh, Hameen Media Group <laughs> on channelattitude.com. I'm, uh, I'm on a number of shows this week. Holy crap. Uh, next level, um, right here on Rampage Uncaged. I'm also on uh, the Smack Attack. Uh, tomorrow, you're going to hear what I have to say and whoever else gets invited. Mm-hmm. Whoever else gets invited uh, with me for the for Channel Attitude and Hami Media Group, we're, we're going to be doing the review of of uh, Collision. We'll see how CM Punk's debut goes. Um, other than that, you can see me on Twitter. I'm at ChrisAms1. You can go there to read everything that I have to say about uh, podcasts, pro wrestling, and pretty much whatever the hell else. Jeff had to go, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Olay. <laughs> Olay indeed. Um, if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at DJ Mass Effects, and also you can follow us at the PWC Network. Like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com, hamimediagroup.com, pwcnetwork.com, where you can find all the shows like uh, Chris just said. And I think we can take it home, Chris. It is Saturday night, and everything's going to be all right. Peace. <laughs>